Companies such as Target and Bud Light have faced organized backlash campaigns simply embracing the LGBT community. But they would be wise to stand their ground. A new study finds that three out of four non-LGBTQ Americans believe companies should publicly support the community. Ah, yes, that's what they call journalism at NBC Fake News. The Reverend Al Charlatan yesterday with another fake poll peddling a fake message because he's a lion Sacagawea. I picked up my Washington Post today and found a number of uh, remarkable stories on the front page and beyond. Remarkable in that they ought to be remarked upon. And also, Lisa, I would have liked to have had more time with Lisa, actually, to talk about the the details of the, uh, I think the Heritage Foundation. Now, I mean, here's the, here's the thing. There is one Republican debate scheduled thus far. There is no date, but it's supposed to be held in August in Milwaukee. And um, it is the Young America's Foundation, which is a wonderful uh, organization. They own the Reagan Ranch in Santa Barbara, which is a great thing. The Young America's Foundation has partnered with um, the RNC, the Republican National Committee, and Fox News, and uh, they are pulling together the first Republican debate, August, Milwaukee, and uh, good, good, Young America's Foundation, wonderful, great, Reagan Ranch, great, and uh, I met and shook hands and spoke to Ronald Reagan then-President Ronald Reagan on the Reagan Ranch in Santa Barbara on multiple occasions. And uh, But enough about me. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, that sounds like a pretty good scenario. I, I, I do think that Newsmax, not just because I have a show on Newsmax at 9 p.m. Uh, every weeknight, Monday through Friday, see you there. Um, and we're getting better and better. We're getting better and better. We're, we're still uh, you know, getting to know you a little bit. But we're getting better and better, and I believe the show is getting better and better. So check us out on Newsmax, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. But I think that the Republicans should go to Newsmax as well. You know, uh, Fox News, um, they've got some issues these days as well. And the Heritage Foundation, back to my conversation with Lisa and the Heritage Foundation. I, I Honestly, I don't think that the Brookings Institution should be in on asking questions of Republicans and you know, Heritage asking questions of Democrats. The Democrats can do what they have always done and go on Democrat outlets with Democrat hosts and anchors asking Democrat-friendly questions because that's always been the scenario with, uh, with them. They're on PBS, Panhandler Broadcasting System, suckling on the taxpayer teat and so on. I think the Republicans need to take it away from all these left-wing outlets and uh, not include Brookings, not include... Um, is CNN or uh, MSDNC, certainly, or uh, even ABC, CBS, and NBC. I think they need to take it away and have um, adult, serious conversations with the candidates. But that's me. And since the Reverend Al Charlatan, a, uh, an award-winning journalist at NBC Fake News, was going on with his fake talking points and his fake poll 
Um, it reminded me of the front page of the Washington Post. Target, you know, Target, it's known as Target now. Target is latest brand to be caught in culture wars. Well, they weren't caught in the culture wars. They jumped into the culture war with both feet. Store workers face threats and harassment over LGBTQ plus items. What is plus? And uh, Jacqueline Pierce and Jacob Bogage typed up the story on behalf of their party, the Democrat Party. Brandishing her own scissors. Listen to this. Brandishing her own scissors in front of guest services in a Target store in South Florida. The customer chopped up her store credit card while lambasting the retail chain for carrying Pride Month merchandise. That's a lie. And then quoting her, I'm never shopping here again, end quote, she warned. This episode recounted by an employee to supervisors. So wait a minute. We don't have, it's just one person. It's hearsay. And now, see, here's the thing. The protest is about the children. It's not about carrying LGBTQQIAA plus things for adults. Nothing happened. See, they've been doing this for years now at Target, and only this year did it turn to the children, right? And that's what the issue is. Now, I read through this Washington Post story, and I read through the Washington Post story, and never did Jacqueline Pierce or Jacob Bogage mention the whole point of the debate, which is the children and the children's wear and the uh, rainbow and trans children's stuff. That's what this whole thing is about. That's what it's been about for months everywhere. It's never about adults being gay. Nobody cares. Companies such as Target and Bud Light have faced organized backlash campaigns simply embracing the LGBT community. Wrong. Lie. False. Lie. Liar. Lying face liar. You go to the jump. It's the whole page, the story on page nine. Target is in Pride Month tumult over LGBTQ plus items. Once again, false. So the uh, the Washington Post story goes from the front page, and the LG, Target is the latest brand uh, to be engulfed in the culture war as polarizing social issues spill into store aisles and shoppers become more emboldened to engage in confrontational, even threatening behavior. Now, they don't have any examples. They say one person told other employees that a woman showed up and cut up her Target credit card, excuse me, Target credit card in front of the store. And that's the big, uh, big threat here. So that's it. So shepherds become more emboldened and confrontational, even threatening behavior. Though Pride Month and other inclusivity initiatives have been around for years, including at Target, and nobody protested before the kids' stuff was introduced, but the Post does not mention that. They've increasingly become a litmus tests for customers forcing companies to fully commit on social issues or yield to critics. Fully commit. Uh, to whom? Who's pressuring? Where, where are these pressures? Where, where does this, uh, this culture war begin? Who fired on Fort Sumter? Not conservatives. 
That's a fact. Retailers such as Kohl's, Walmart, and PetSmart have uh, gay pet things too. And, you know, fine, fine, whatever, who cares? It's about the kids. Have also felt the backlash, listen, from the far right for stocking items that extol equal rights. No, that's not it. That's a lie. That's not true. And acceptance for gay, lesbian, and transgender individuals. That's a lie. That's a lie. Um, Now, first of all, transgender is fairly new to the dance, uh, but uh, that's not true. Then uh, the story goes on to say, buried in the in the story, the uh, the the move like that there and and again they leave out that it's all about the children's stuff and the baby stuff, right? That's when the but they say that uh, Targay has been carrying this LGBTQ stuff for Pride Month for years, and there was never any response at all from mainstream America. But then the kids and the kids and then the kids again at store after store and issue after issue is about the kids. The move then sparked multiple bomb... Th- now, here, here's the thing. In Target's case, though, it pulled its pride merchandise. See? Now, it was really just about the kids all along and the stuff for the kids. But Target, in Target's case, the Washington Post types, it has pulled its pride merchandise and promotional materials back from store windows in recent days after a string of threats and harassment against employees... Now, listen, they just pulled them out of the front windows. They're still in the stores, right? The move then sparked... See, they pulled stuff out of the front window. Now, listen to this. The move then sparked multiple bomb threats targeting stores in Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Utah from people claiming to be angry about the removal of the merchandise. Now, who's angry about the removal of the merchandise? Now, they don't call them extreme leftists. They don't call them names. They don't even identify them at all, except as the people who were angry about the removal of the merchandise. Now, that's the lefties, you see, and the, you know, the, 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 the groups. Now, the uh, Washington Post goes on to say that the harassment, and they go to some radical left wing, the Western State Center that nobody's ever heard of, uh, an anti-extremism watchdog. We don't always know exactly where these sorts of anti-democracy actors are going. They're anti-democracy actors, they say. And then they go on in the, in the same sentence. The harassment from anti-democracy movements. Now, that's, uh, I, you know, but that's the Washington Post writing from their extreme radical left-wing political position, right? At the uh, Targay in South Florida, shoppers have called employees child groomers as far-right slang for pedophiles. Now, that uh, brings us to the, uh, um, you know, see, but now that's as close as they get to revealing that it's about the stuff for children, right? And that brings us, of course, to the teacher in Texas and the tweet I had last week, celebrate Gay Pride. Oh, Gay Pride Month, uh, and they don't call it Gay Pride. They just call it Pride Month because there's only one kind of pride. Pride Month celebrates gay, transgender, and maps, right? That's what the uh, tweet said last week. We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. No. Minor attracted persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Now, this is what's going on in the country. That teacher lost her job, but that was being taught in a classroom. And so the target in South Florida call employees child groomers 
a far-right slang term for pedophiles. Don't be critical of someone just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Our high school students are learning in classrooms. Target, one of the largest American general merchandise retailers, said it has offered products celebrating Pride Month for more than a decade, and there were never any protests until the children were drawn into it. Chief Executive Brian Cornell has touted his company's efforts regarding diversity, equity, and inclusion. By the way, Target did not return uh, or respond to a request for comment from the Washington Post. And then later in the story, Coles did not respond to the Washington Post requests for comment because they know what's going on and they don't respond anymore. So uh, just amazing. The uh, Target controversy follows the backlash and boycotts of Anheuser-Busch. After April, in April, Anheuser-Busch Bud Light partnership with transgender actress Dylan Mulvaney. I'm sorry, now he's an actress? (laughs) Didn't he uh, say last week that he's sexually attracted to women and he still has all his male parts, which makes him, I think, straight, right? (laughs) Isn't that uh, heterosexual? Um, but you know, when you're a Democrat, it uh, gets weird fast. I'm telling you. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And then they got these left-wing activists at the Washington Post go to, um, Sarah Kate Ellis, president and executive of LGBTQ media advocacy group. Glad says, as soon as you cede ground to extremists, you give them more permission Now, wait a minute. Again, it's about the kids, and the story never mentions that it's about the kids. And they're extremists, and they're far right-wing, and they're extreme right-wing. But the bomb threats came from the people who were angry about removing the LGBTQ stuff, never mentioning it's about the kids. And it's been going on for 10 years, and nobody ever protested until they introduced the kids stuff. Never appears in the Washington Post story. It's official. Reports say that the banking collapse of 2023 has been more devastating than the banking collapse of 2008. And right now, a series of global financial dominoes are continuing to fall. It's not over yet. Don't wait for the email saying, sorry, your account has been frozen. We must take action now to protect what we've worked so hard to build over the years. Time to call my friends at American Alternative Assets and request your free wealth protection guide. Get smart on this issue now. Give them a call at 888, the number 4GOLD20. Call them now, 888-446-5360. This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without tax consequences. So call today. Call American Alternative Assets at 888, the number 4, gold 20, to claim your free gold and silver guide and educate yourself once again. Call 888-446-5360. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's your Washington Post. Also, I I, uh, I love uh, this one. Another front page above the fold story. Climate change is draining American, American West's water. They're draining the climate change and the water in the West is, uh, I've got something on that for you coming up. 
Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Ba-da-da-da-da. Oh, yeah. So the Washington Post front page above the fold, that last story was before, b- below the fold on the front page. Climate change is draining American West's water. Arizona crisis shows how warming is disrupting lifestyles and economies. Now, let me just state the obvious, if I could, because these people aren't very good at the obvious. There are three reporters typing on this story. Uh, the population of the United States of America, I happen to know, on, the, on 1941, December, December 7th, 1941, was 133 million people. Now it's more than 330 million people. You're going to need more water. There's more housing. You need more plumbing. You need more everything. The Colorado River, which uh, was adequate to supply whatever number of people, 60 million people out there, now there are 120 million people. Uh, California's population was about 10 million people, you know, 40 years ago. Now it's 40 million people. You need more water. The population of the planet was about 2 billion people uh, a few decades ago. Now it's 8 billion people. Now out west, we've got, I know, I lived there. I lived in California. I moved there when I was a teenager. And they were complaining about water shortages then, right, in the 1980s. And um, here's the thing. The largest body of water in the world is uh, right in front of them. They swim in it, they surf in it, they sail in it, ships cross it to bring them stuff. It's the Pacific Ocean. We've been desalinating water for about a century now. We do it on ships, Navy ships, very efficiently. Um, You know, we've got more people. One river can't continue to supply them. It's not climate change, it's population change. Start desalinating water, you dimwits. How obvious is this? Yeah, it's all this, uh, you know, oh no, global warming stole my water. There might be a couple of other factors at work here. You know, if all the glaciers are melting, wouldn't that mean more fresh water? Huh. When you have uh, 8 billion people today and uh, 2 billion people um, uh, not too many years ago, um, you think maybe it's time to start start desalinating water. Uh, I I don't think you have to be Albert Einstein to figure this out. Just saying. You know, how many people lived in California? When? They were... Claims of water shortages in the 1970s and now the 
population has tripled. You think? Huh? Can anybody anticipate anything anymore? Have we become that dumb as a culture? Sadly, I think the answer is yes. As a culture, we have perhaps not as individuals, but as a culture, we certainly have. Uh, Also, the lead story today in the Washington Post on the front page above the fold upper right-hand corner is NATO trains Ukraine brigades. NATO trains Ukraine brigades. The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plain. West will bolster counteroffensive weapons and tactics aimed at transformation. Now, this is the military-industrial complex at its most to be sure. But wait a minute. Now we've got NATO versus Russia. Isn't that what we used to call World War III? And Joe Biden is stumbling us into it. So here's NATO, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, formed at the end of World War II to contain the Soviet Union. And um, little did we know they would ooze into our body politic and academia, and media here in the United States. But now it's Russia versus NATO, you see. NATO trains Ukraine Ukraine brigades. Um, West will bolster counteroffensive weapons and tactics aimed at transformation, transformation of the Ukrainian military and of the war. And you may recall, I like to point it out, thoroughly modern Millie, our chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, initially said that he thought Russian troops would be in Kiev within 72 hours and it would be over. And then a matter of days later, uh, you know what happened 72 hours later, was thoroughly modern Milley changed his mind. It's a bit early uh, still, even though we're a month plus into the war. Um, there is much of the ground war left in Ukraine. But I do think this is a very protracted conflict. Uh, and I think it's at least measured in years. I don't know about decade, but at least years for sure. I don't know about decades, but at least years for sure. Now, he's leaving the military very soon, going to be hanging up his uniform for the last time, and he'll be getting multi-million dollar jobs with arms contractors. Generally speaking, in the Washington metropolitan area, they call them Beltway Bandits, right? And uh, that's where he's going. He changed his tune, lickety-split, as Chaz Bono likes to say. And uh, now we we had uh, the... (laughs) The uh, Joe Biden, you know, he fell down at the Air Force Academy the other day while he was uh, just after he wrapped up the commencement address there. And he said, oh, the F-16s are flying over. There are three women flying. They might bomb you if you're men or something like that. And on The View today, they've got a television show at ABC where they pay radical left-wing dimwits who are very unhappy people, very unhappy people, Whoopi, Joy, and Sonny three of the unhappiest people on television, ironically. Sonny, Joy, and Whoopi. Joy and Whoopi and, and Sonny, and they're miserable. And uh, this morning, they're very upset that anybody noticed that Joe Biden fell over like a bag of potatoes. Why are we always talking about Biden's age, yeah. and we're not talking about Donald Trump's age? Look, Biden fell off a bike the other day. At least Joe Biden was on a bike. But we did. <laughs> we have never and seen, we've never seen Donald Trump We should have a cage match, I think. Instead of a presidential debate, it's the point we're reaching anyway as a political system. 
where Donald Trump could go into you know the the ring and uh, beat up Joe Biden. I'd pay I'd, that pay per view. We could have that on pay per view. That'd be a lot of fun. You remember Joe Biden? Joe Biden said uh, uh, he 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 was walking and he didn't see a sandbag. It was a black sandbag on the stage, and he kicked the sandbag and then he fell down like Hillary Clinton, and uh, or a bag of potatoes. And then later, when he was getting off the helicopter at the White House, he said, I got sandbagged. I got sandbagged. Well, um, a friend of mine emailed me and said, no, Joe, we got sandbagged. I got sandbagged. I got sandbagged. My friend said, no, Joe, we got sandbagged. We were supposed to get a seasoned, avuncular, moderate who would unite the country. Instead, we got an ideological leftist, doddering, incompetent, who has accelerated America's decline by destroying our energy independence, opening our borders, replacing merit with color, emasculating our military, weaponizing our justice system, and wrecking our economy. I said, pretty good, pretty good stuff. So, so I printed that out and brought it in with me because my friend sent that to me. And uh, good stuff, darn good stuff. Yeah. Right after he fell, yeah. he got himself up. Yeah. He went back to the White House and yeah. he signed the debt limit listing yeah. that he had expertly negotiated. That he had expertly negotiated. And then you heard what uh, Sheldon Whitehouse said about the deal. It's not for us. It's for them. This uh, and, and the media is making him out to be a hearing. But uh, Senator White Club, uh, Senator White's only. Uh, he revealed this. In the world of policy and of families and of people going to work, uh, there was nothing in that bill that was very good for anybody in America. Nothing in the bill that was very good for anybody in America, so it's not for us. But he said it would uh, destroy, um, what do you say, 700,000 jobs, probably cause a recession, but that it's good for the Democrats. That's what he said, and for Joe Biden and for 2024. Uh, so, you know, in case there was any question in your mind as to whether they cared about the American people, I think we have the results. The results are in. Speaking of Democrats, there is a story of a Democrat woman that I want to share with you in Florida. USA Today has the story. Florida woman charged. She's been charged with crimes. After a car catches fire with kids inside... While she was inside shoplifting. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Wait here, honey. I'm, I've got to go in and uh, shoplift. I'll be right back. Florida woman charged after a car catches fire with her kids, two kids inside. While she went into the store to go shoplifting, USA Today reports. A Florida woman was charged with aggravated child neglect and arson after her car caught on fire with children inside while she was allegedly shoplifting at a mall, according to an arrest report. Alicia Moore was allegedly shoplifting inside a Dillard's department store at Oviedo Mall on May 26th when her car caught fire. An arrest report filed by the Oviedo police that they sent to USA Today shows. Moore left her car parked outside the department store. You don't can't drive it right through the front windows. A lot of Democrats do, but 
Moore left her car parked outside the department store with children inside, the report says, while Moore was allegedly shoplifting. Bystanders saw the car burst into flames and quickly rescued the children who were trying to escape the vehicle, according to the police report. Bystanders can be good sometimes, you know. Responders took the kids to uh, Orlando Health Arnold Palmer Hospital for children. One of the children suffered first-degree burns to her face and ears, the report says. Moore was allegedly shoplifting inside the mall at the time, according to security. According to the report, mall security said they saw Moore and an unknown man shoplifting in Diller's Dillard's for about an hour while the children were waiting in the car outside. Why didn't they, uh, you know, uh, nab her? Well, you can't because Democrats, you know. Moore, uh, as Moore was leaving the department store, she saw her car in flames and dropped the merchandise. See, her priorities are in order. She's got the right priorities as a, as a mother. Uh, before exiting the store, Moore is being held on $40,000 bail. She's charged with neglect of a child with a great bodily harm and first-degree arson. She torched her own car with her own kids inside, according to the Seminole County Sheriff's Office report. All right. According to the police report, Moore was also charged with arson because the fire occurred while she was allegedly committing a felony. <laughs> uh Police don't know what caused the fire, but said it's likely the children would have been uh, um, uh, uh, injured. Well, one of them was uh, if uh, if Moore was not being neglectful. Now, um, the police have also uh, uh, identified her as a Democrat. And what about the man who was with her? Because he kind of gets left out of the story. He was shoplifting with her. I want to know more about him. This sounds sexist. It's probably sexist. That's amazing stuff. Also, completely crazy story, NBC News 2. NBC News 2. Man barges into Fort Myers' home while family eats dinner, claims he's a ghost, says he's a ghost. (laughs) Police have identified him as a Democrat, too. The McCaslin family sitting down to supper when all of a sudden a random man came barging in the front door. You know, he had only a bathing suit on, no shoes or anything else said Brian McCaslin. He was at the table with his two teenage daughters when they heard what they thought was knocking at the door. Uh, but the guy burst right in, and, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's a complete nutcase, of course. And uh, the McCaslin family, very, very generous. Um, you know, I could tell his behavior was not normal, McCaslin said. Who knows what this person might do? Might have a chance to think, he says. But then he decided, he said uh, he doesn't have a home and he's going to make uh, their, their truck his home because he wants to help him out. He says, you know, uh, the man's got uh, problems. Um, he was definitely something. Um, hopefully we can find this individual and, and get them the help they need. But is he transgender? Because <laughs> he said them, you know, them. He's a ghost. Yep, he's a ghost. He said he's a ghost and then he's... Uh, but the lady with the kids in the car going into shoplifting and the car catches on fire and the Democrats. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to some of this FBI stuff because the FBI. Um, let's go to uh, it's number 17. It begins, I believe. 
Let's go to number uh, soundbite number 17. Nobody cares it's number 17. Uh, this is Kevin McCarthy. He's the Speaker of the House. Uh, he was on Sunday morning with uh, Maria Berta Romo. We have a responsibility oversight. If they do not comply and allow every person on oversight, Republican or Democrat, that's their responsibility as members of Congress, to see this document, I will move contempt charges against the director. We have uh, a, a responsibility oversight. We have a responsibility oversight, he began. Uh, and uh, this is the FBI is still stoned. Now that today they say they're going to show up on Capitol Hill with the FBI document that the whistleblower revealed to uh, Senator Chuck Grassley and to, uh, James Comer in the House of Representatives uh, that uh, lays out millions of dollars going from a foreign national. Now Fox News is reporting exclusively that the foreign national is the source. All right. And uh, and the FBI said, oh, we can't reveal sources and methods because that would make the Biden family look bad. And we can't have that. And now they're saying, well, we'll bring it up. But you can only see it in a SCIF, a secure confidential information facility. And only Jamie Raskin, the Democrat, who's a pirate, and uh, and uh, James Comer can see it. And nobody else can see it, which is uh, not the way this stuff works. Jamie Raskin on uh, CNN yesterday. The Republican majority on the committee is getting everything they're asking for. Lie. Uh, in terms of seeing the document, which, by the way, they say Lie. they have also already seen. Um, and yet they're still talking about holding the director of the FBI in contempt, even though they're getting exactly what they want, even though the FBI has been overwhelmingly cooperative and Lie. accommodating Lie. Uh, to this request. Lie. Uh, the requirement is that the entire committee, uh, oversight committee, be given access to the document and not in a skiff. When the document is requested for all of the committee to review to ensure that we're actually able to hold proper accountability, the entire committee in Congress, these are all congressional members, are entitled to see that document. The bottom line is that they're trying to make it where it is in a secured environment, even though it's unclassified information, and only allowing the actual chairman and ranking member to see it, not the rest of the committee. That is not what the request was. Therefore, they are in contempt of the actual congressional inquiry. And everything Jamie Raskin said was a flat-out lie, and he's the ranking Democrat on the committee, and he's engaged in an active cover-up of the Biden family's nefarious goings-on. That was Congressman Corey Mills, Republican on the committee, telling the truth. Corey Mills. Look, the bottom line is, is that these unclassified documents, which clearly alludes to having a over $5 million pay-for-play with then-Vice President Biden and his Biden crime family, you know, this document, federal document 1023, should be provided to the entire oversight committee. The Biden crime family. I prefer the Biden organized crime family because I think it's pretty well organized. Want to give them credit, give credit where credit is due, my mother always said. Yes, yes. Yeah, so uh, what's going on? And, and then you got uh, people like Jamie Raskin coming out and making false claims. Oh, they're getting everything they want. Well, you're on the committee, too. You're supposed to be engaged in oversight. But it's his party. So it's party first, party last, party always. Party, party, party all the time. Now, uh, Ron DeSantis is out there. He uh, was asked about woke, and he says woke is a form of cultural Marxism which is true. He says woke is a war on the truth, which is also true. And it's the left. 
the left is a war on the truth as well. And the left is now calling um, DeSantis's lovely wife Walmart Melania. Casey DeSantis, who is wonderful and lovely, and she really is great, um, they're calling her Walmart Melania, which is not misogyny because Democrats are doing it, you know, the party of Bill Clinton and, and the gang. So we got uh, that going. Also, uh, uh, Ted Cruz is out there, and uh, he's come out with something on the Durham report uh, declaring that the Durham report does reveal once and for all that crossfire hurricane, the corrupt FBI operation to destroy President Trump and his administration, was a setup politically motivated from the very beginning. Uh, you and I knew that. Uh, Senator Cruz, after carefully combing through the Durham report, has come to the same conclusion. We're running out of time, but let's go to let's go to Katie calling from San Andreas, California. Katie, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi, Chris. I know it's really going to be fast and stuff, and your show's ending, but congratulations on your Newsmax show. It's been a while since I've talked to you. I just wanted to let you know the reason why there's a well, there's a few reasons why few reasons why there's a crisis in California and the West with water. One, we dump it in the ocean. Two, we shut down plants to desalinize. De, I can't say it. Desalinate <laughs> the water. Yeah. Yes. There you go. The water. And we have a friend who did it, and he was so proud of it. He came, told my husband. He was so excited. My husband looks at him. He's like, "Well, then don't complain." You can't complain that there's water. We have so much water this year from all the rain and the snowmelt. We can't go in the rivers. We can't go in the lakes because it's too cold. We just drove to Park City, and the Bonneville Flats are flooded from all the rain. (laughs) You can't drive on them. You can't walk on them. So it's all a crisis. The liberals and the left need a crisis. It's the only way they can function in the morning. I function by drinking a cup of coffee and getting up because I'm happy. They need a crisis. Have a great day. Thank you, Katie. Very well done. That's right. You know, uh, uh, you know. Uh, again, I was there when I was a teenager, and I was like, well, why don't we build a, a series of desalination plants up and down the California coast? Because California needs it. The population's growing. It's a desert. Let's just say we got the biggest body of water in the world right here. Why don't we take advantage of that? But No. <laughs> Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.